This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. Praise is warfare when the enemy is coming against you. Praise is how you fight. God inhabits your praise. Just like God comes in. When praises go up, blessings come down. Join Pastor Trevor Banks at 745 a.m. and p.m. Monday through Friday right here on the Good News Station, WCNO. Hi, I'm Pastor Tina Cook, and I would like to invite you to our awesome True Life Inner Healing Group every other Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. If you are in need of a touch, a word, or a healing from Jesus Christ, this is the place to be. Every group, we have a God encounter. I love the presence of God, but even more, I love watching Him instantly transform your life. It's a fact that your life will never be the same. For the next group date, check out our website at mytruthchurch.com. And you can also check out my testimony at tinacook.org. So come, join me every other Saturday at 9 a.m. and come expecting. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarbis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. This week, Pastor Jason will be speaking on the love of the Father. So grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. So we get to the second chapter and Satan comes by again. And he, God says to him, have you considered my servant Job? He's a pretty cool dude. He's got it together. He's tough. He done lost all his stuff and he's still praising me. He's really one of my kids. He's really got it together. And Satan said, yeah, well, you kept a hedge up around him, God. You kept him from me. If you'll let me touch him skin for skin, he'll curse you to your face. And he'll stop serving you. And God said, okay. But then he raised up another hedge. Okay, but you can't kill him. Somebody say, you can't kill him. Oh, come on. Somebody needs to get this today. 
okay, but you can't kill him. And the Bible says all of a sudden Job's body was, it was stricken with boils and infection and he began to come under physical attack. Things began to happen that he couldn't understand. He, he was in a situation. He couldn't wrap his mind around it. He couldn't get a hold of it. And here's what God said about him. God said this about Job. He said he was blameless. He was pure in heart. He had integrity. But all of a sudden he's living with this attack in his life that not only took his business, took his family, took all of his money, took his wealth. Now it's trying to kill him and take his health. It's trying to wipe him out. And his wife comes to him and says, you know what, Job? You ought to just give up on all this God stuff. Look what it's done for you. It ain't done nothing for you. You ought to just throw in the towel and you ought to just give up because that God you keep talking about, he ain't nowhere to be found in your life. Look at the mess you found yourself in. And Job looked back at her and he said, you speak like a foolish woman. Hmm? You speak like somebody don't understand the God that I serve because when all this is gone, I still have something left. And listen to me, you need to understand this this morning. He is the God of what is left in my life. Come on, somebody shout, he's the God of what's left. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to recognize this morning that you might have come under attack, severe attack in your life. You may feel abandoned. You may feel like all hell's broke loose in your life. You might feel like it's the end of your family. You lost your mortgage, lost your house, lost. You might be confused about the place that you find yourself in this morning. But there is still a hedge that is being lifted up around you. And in the name of Jesus, he is watching over you. He'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. He's got your back in the midst of your mess. Oh, hallelujah. There's a bloodline that flows from the cross that the devil cannot cross over. He can't touch you. He is the God of what's left, and he is still present today. There's people all over this room this morning. You're sitting here this morning and say, well, I didn't know it would be like this at this point in my life. I didn't know I'd be in this physical condition at this point in my life. I didn't know I'd be divorced. I didn't know my kids wouldn't pick up the phone and call me and talk to me when they were adults. I didn't know I would have this kind of broken relationship. I didn't know I would be dealing with this kind of rejection in my life. I thought if I just loved God and I just served God, then everything would be all right. I want to tell you something this morning. When it is all gone and it looks like everybody has left your life, you still have a God, a God of what's left. Praise the Lord. I'm going to give you two things and we're going to get out of here and go home today. Number one, with everything you've lost, there's still... Something left. With everything that you've lost, there's still something left. You know, at times it's difficult to understand life and it's hard to, to see how an active God fits in with some of the things that we walk through in this journey. Sometimes we feel totally abandoned by God. We don't understand it and we don't understand the hurt. And that's really why Isaiah comes along and he says this. He says, His ways are beyond our ways. His knowledge and His perception is so deep beyond what we can comprehend. His thoughts are beyond our thoughts. We struggle to find out and we struggle to discern His ways when we don't have all the information that we need. See, really it's a lack of information. And the problem is, is we spend the majority of our life thinking we know it all. And what we know usually tends to get us in a lot of trouble. I mean, left to your own resources, you are a mess. See, when Job said that the Lord gives and the Lord takes away, blessed be the name of the Lord, he just didn't have all the information. He didn't really have a full understanding about what was going on in his life. He didn't know that the trial, ooh, 
know that the trial, somebody needs to get this, he didn't know that the trial that was going on in his life was because God trusted him. Hmm? Not because he failed God. See, we've built up this theology in the church today where that if you, you've had a trial in your life, it's because somewhere you've failed. It's because somewhere you didn't do right or you didn't behave right or you must have messed up and you're being punished for some kind of a sin that you committed or you were just a little bit too disobedient. But the reality is this morning, his trial was because God trusted him. God had a trust in him. And because God believed in him, that he allowed himself to be put through a testing that he could prove that God was who he said he was. Listen, listen, listen. God knows everything. There's nothing lost on God. He knew Job was going to make it. The only one that didn't know Job was going to make it was Satan, the liar and deceiver, and Job. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking for some people on the treasure coast of Florida that when the sun ain't shining and the rain is dancing on your roof and you can't get outside, that they will declare they serve a God of what's left. It doesn't matter come hell or high water. It doesn't matter what they say, what anybody talks about you. It doesn't matter who walks away from you. We serve a God of what's left. You are blessed. You are chosen. You are anointed. You are the apple of his eye. You are God's redeemed. And he hasn't given up on you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. Listen, there comes a time in your life that you got to recognize that when the enemy came looking for you, the Bible says this concerning Peter, Satan sought from the Lord to sift Peter like wheat. And God had enough of belief in Peter that he trusted Peter. God believes in you. God believes in you this morning. Jesus told Peter, he said, Satan's about to sift you his wheat. And then he didn't look at Peter and he said, I bind up the devil. I, I cast the devil off of you, Peter. That's not what he said to him. He said, no, 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 Peter. I pray that your faith will not fail. Come on, are you here this morning? Listen to me. He believed in Peter. He trusted Peter. He believed in Job. He believed in the people that were walking through the trials of their life. And I came to announce to somebody this morning that your Father in heaven believes in you. He trusts you. He's counting on you. He's depending on you. He's got faith in you this morning. 
That's good news for somebody. Listen to me. He's not disappointed with you. He's not all upset about your failures. He's not all upset about the decisions that you made in an emotional state of mind. He's right there cleansing, forgiving, and blessing. And he's never disappointed. He's a God that does not get disappointed. He believes in you. Somebody slap somebody high five and say he believes in me. He's the God of what's left. Say, Pastor, is that in the Bible anywhere else? Sure it is. It's all through the Bible. Moses lost his prestigious position at the palace. He lost his sonship and the house of Pharaoh. And he had to live as a fugitive and a murderer on the run from justice. And in the middle of the desert by a burning bush, he said, God, I ain't got nothing to face Pharaoh. And God said, what you got in your hand? He said, all I got here is this, this sheep herder's rod. And God said, what you got left is enough for me to do what I need to do in your life because I'm the God of what's left. If it left your life, if it walked away from your life, it was never meant to be a part of your destiny. Oh yeah, let it just kind of filter down in there. You'll feel good about it in a minute. It wasn't necessary for your destiny because He's the God of what's left. So we need to recognize God is still able to perform the promise over your life. He's still able to bring you to the place of significance that He ordained for your life. He's the God of what's left. And he'll take and use what's left and turn it into something beautiful if you'll just get in faith and allow him to do it. Do you realize that when Abraham went on a journey with Lot, do you know what the difference was between Abraham and Lot? Abraham walked with God. Lot walked with Abraham. No, 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 you didn't hear me. Abraham walked with God. Lot walked with Abraham. Elisha walked with God. Jehazi walked with Elisha. Come on, are you here? That's the reason why Jehazi couldn't see the chariots and the ten thousands and thousands of angels around the mountains until Elisha told him to look into the Spirit. Elisha saw it because he walked with God. And when God came to Abraham and Lot, and he told them, he said, Abraham came to Lot, and he said, Lot, choose which land you want. Lot took the best land. He took the choice land. The good ground, the fertile ground, the, the ground and, and the geographical area that had the major trade ports, the major cities. And Abraham got what was left. And God said, that's all right, I'm the God of what's left. And God blessed him and blessed him. And he had more cattle and more camels and more sheep. Oh, come on, are you hearing me this morning? I said, he's the God of what's left. How I many know God can take what's left and turn it into something that's more than enough in your life? Amen. See, some of you have just been living on barely enough and just enough and good enough. But I'm talking about a God that wants to do something more than enough in your life with what you've got left. Is anybody here this morning? Joseph lost his coat of many colors. He lost the love of his brothers. He lost his father. and He lost his position in the house of Potiphar. And he ends up in a prison cell. But he still had his gift. And in a prison cell, when you still got your gift to interpret dreams, you can interpret some dreams and they'll take you to the place where God's got you. He kept what was left and used it. Gideon lost 99% of his army. Think about that. 
lost 99% of his army facing 350,000 warriors. He didn't have but 300 men left. And God said, that's okay, get in. I'm going to take what's left. And I'm going to put my blessing on it. Hmm. 350,000 men, 300 men. I mean, that doesn't make a whole lot of strategic sense in modern-day warfare. Oh, if I had three hours with you this morning, we could just walk all the way through the whole Bible. Jesus on the side of a mountain, and a boy shows up with a Happy Meal, and nobody else has got anything else. And they said, we're hungry. What are we going to do? And Jesus said, bring me that boy's lunch. Give me what he's got left. When a widow woman who had bills that she couldn't pay. She was so in debt. And they come and they took her two sons and they put them in slavery in order to collect the debt. She went to the man of God and she said, Man of God, they done took my boys. They done put my boys into slavery. I ain't got nothing. And the man of God said to her, he goes, What do you got left? What do you got left in your house? She said, I ain't got anything but a couple of these little jars. He said, Go get them. Go get your little jars because God's going to take what you got left and he's going to put his blessing on it. And it's going to take care of it. Amen. So they went and they got the couple little jars and they began to pour oil. And they poured the oil out of them jars and poured the oil out of them jars. They just kept filling up jars. She had enough oil. Her friends had enough oil. The neighbors had enough oil. They sold all the oil and bought the boys out of slavery. Huh? Hmm. Listen, I've come to tell somebody, you might think your kids are lost to addiction. You might think your kids are bound up in the slavery to drugs or lost in the culture of this world. But I want to tell you with what's on the inside of your heart, with the power of the Spirit of God that's living in you, God can take what's on the inside of you and take what they got left and bring them to a place of deliverance. You don't have to run and hide. You don't have to worry about them because God can take what's left and put His blessing on it and call them home. I know your heart might be breaking. I know they might not pick up the phone and call. I know they might be lost and you ain't heard from them in three weeks. But you better hear me this morning. They are not lost to God. There's a hedge that's being raised up in their life. There's a protection around them because God has heard your prayers and he has seen the faith that you have put on it. And God will take what is left and bless it. Hallelujah. Mm, I want to declare to you today that he's a good God. He's a mighty God. You got in your spirit right now everything that you need for your life. You ain't got to take it. I've had about it up to here with cute Christianity. Mm. Pastor, you look mad. Well, I'm frustrated at the devil. I feel like Jesus in the temple sometimes. Lord, help us. We need to get this today because the enemy's come and told some of you, you're done. You're washed up. You ain't never going to be as good as you used to be. You won't never be as great as you thought you could be. The call of God on your life is over. You've ruined it. You need to hear me today. That's the devil. There ain't no way you're going to survive. You're going to have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and make it happen on your own. Listen, I came to tell you today that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And he has not forgotten you. Listen to me, listen. The key issue this morning is not what you have lost. That's what everybody wants to talk about. What I lost. I lost my job. I lost my opportunity. I lost my family. I lost my friends. I, I lost my breakthrough. I lost my marriage. The issue this morning is not what you have lost. The issue is, is what do you got left? What do you got left? Everybody I trusted, Pastor, betrayed me. 
Everybody I was counting on walked out on me. My bank account is empty. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where to go. The question is not what have you lost. The question is, is what do you got left? Because what you got left is more than enough to get you to your promise. Matthew chapter 15, it's an interesting story. It's a story you don't hear preached on a lot in the church. Jesus is coming into a city and this woman, the Bible calls her a Seraphonician woman, and that just basically means that she's a Gentile. She was not of the household of faith. She was not a, a woman of covenant. She wasn't a Jew. She came to Jesus and she said, Jesus, my daughter's sick. I need a healing. Jesus, can you heal my daughter? And the Bible says Jesus paid her not attention. Jesus ignored her. Act like he didn't even hear a word she said. She said, Jesus, my daughter needs to be healed. We need to do something. And Jesus just act like he couldn't even hear her. And then she runs up to him again. And she said, sir, 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 my daughter needs to be healed. I need a healing. And the folks standing around are thinking, gee, she'd have been better off just letting him go on ignoring her the first time because what he said was a lot worse. And Jesus looks at her. His next statement was, what do I got to do with dogs? You're a dog. Let that just gravitate on you for a minute. What do I have to do with dogs? You're a Gentile. I ain't even supposed to be talking to you. You're not even people of the covenant. I wasn't sent here for this. I was sent here to, 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 to my people. The Gentiles are coming in the apostolic ministry. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to bring the kingdom. I ain't got time for you. You don't belong to the household of faith. You're not part of the covenant. What do I have to do with dogs? See, listen to me. Listen to me very carefully. Listen. If you can be denied, you will be denied. If you can be resisted, you will be resisted. You got to make up your mind that you ain't going to be denied. And when he said to her, what do I have to do with dogs? She looked at him and she said, well, sir... Even the dogs get the crumbs off the floor. Even the dogs get the leftovers. And Jesus looked back at her and he said, Lady, I ain't never seen any faith like that in all of Israel. In other words, I ain't even got faith like that with the church people. Hmm? Because you believe there's enough power in what's left to give you what you need for your life. See, hear me this morning. Some of you in this room, you didn't get invited to the party. You weren't offered the steak. Some of you weren't even offered a slice of bread. But if you can just get a hold of a crumb, Jesus said, that's enough. If you can just get a little bit of what's left, if you can just get a hold of the leftover by faith, you can get the miracle in your life that you need for your life. He's the God of what's left. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We 
hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth Radio Broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. 
Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. Oh, oh, oh. 